0: Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 30, Dirty 30.
1: You beat me to it. I was going to say Dirty 30 for this one.
0: I know. I saw saw the wheels a-turning, so I had to beat you. I'm Mrs. Flamingo.
1: And I'm Lee. (laughs) You kill me, Smalls. (laughs) Killing me. Absolutely killing me. But then you start using your name here in the next paragraph.
0: I know. I just like going by Mrs. Flamingo.
1: Do you feel elegant?
0: It's like Mrs. Robinson. Is it Robinson or Robinson? Yeah,
1: she was like seducing younger guys. Is that what you're doing?
0: Oh, no, I don't do that at all.
1: You had some chance at some younger dick last night. You just turned it down.
0: I know. I even watched him have sex and I had to turn away. He was in that bed by us.
1: I missed that. You should have just jumped in, got you some young ass.
0: I struggle with younger ones.
1: Now, don't ask me to turn down a 22 year old. No, girl. I know you Young woman. Young woman.
0: You would have jumped all over it, but I just, younger people are not on my list.
1: Help me with my math. How many times does 40 go into 22?
0: You're so stupid. Quit laughing at me. Did you survive today?
1: Running around town?
0: Yeah, I made you Christmas shop a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm broke, but yeah, I survived. Oh, whatever. It's just money. I'll make more.
0: But I guess this episode will be out in December, so everyone, happy holidays.
1: We hope it'll be out in December. (laughs) The way we fucking edit, it maybe. Next year's Thanksgiving.
0: Unfortunately, sometimes we need to edit, though, because I have little squirrel moments, and they're bad sometimes. I even admit it.
1: So, episode Dirty 30. We've got a lot going on, or have had a lot going on. Now, I'm going to say, with a lot going on, we just put up a new wall calendar. And I was looking, we already have about 10 lifestyle things written up on it for next year.
0: Well, this coming weekend, we have uh, three or four things. I mean, we, we're moving and going.
1: It's going to be nonstop for the end of the year.
0: We're rocking and rolling.
1: And I feel like we're cutting back, too, is the crazy part.
0: Now, Every time we think we're cutting back, we do more. We try to cram it all in.
1: Is there a dirty innuendo in there?
0: <laughs> as soon as I said it, I I, I knew you were going to say something. I knew it.
1: Once again, you saw the wheels turning. I'm a pervert. That was obvious, though. I'm not going to let that one go.
0: Well, and the bad thing is I've been watching holiday cooking shows. And so I was waiting for a cream pie comment by you. <laughs>
1: You hang on. I'm sure there's at least one good cream pie innuendo before this shows up.
0: All right. Let's quit talking about cream pies before you want to do that later.
1: Is that a bad thing?
0: If it was real cream, I would be all about it. But you know how I feel about cum.
1: Can't get enough of it?
0: Oh, it's sticky.
1: You should be blessed. That, that's like a compliment.
0: No, it's a big mess. I don't like it.
1: They make soap and water for that fact.
0: I know. And I immediately get up and go and get in the shower. I'm like,
1: some girls like that.
0: Well, I am not one. So if you find a girl that likes it, you can cream pie on her face or stomach all you want.
1: Cream pie's not in the face. I know. (laughs) So careful what you comment there.
0: I know. That's the reason I was uh, adjusting the cream pie where it's going.
1: I'm getting you at every turn today. I'm going to have you (laughs) fucked up before the show's over. You're being committing to all sorts of stuff for me.
0: I was very careful about what I was committing to right there. I caught it. I know you didn't think I did.
1: Because you know I have verbal proof of it after you say it. I'm like, there we go. Baby, you said it on air. So what more can it be?
0: Yep. You thought that my blonde was going to show through and I didn't know what it really was.
1: You watch porn occasionally, so I'm pretty sure you know what it is. And I bring it up enough that I'm sure you know what it is.
0: <laughs> all right. Let's get rolling with our show.
1: So have we had any tales from the hood lately?
0: No, we actually haven't.
1: Because we haven't fucking been here lately.
0: No, it's actually been quiet. Like people are not even hanging out. So I don't know what's going on. They well, must all be fighting at the moment.
1: It is cold weather in Texas. It is down to about 65 degrees.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So all of you up north, hey, enjoy your cold weather. Well, I was want to pop off with something here. One thing we do not do very well on this show is promote it. We put the episodes out there for what they're worth and just kind of let them roll with it. But we were looking, we would really appreciate if anybody would go through on your listening platform and give us a review, good or bad. Yeah. We would prefer good ones, but hey, we get used by the bad ones. We're not going to be everybody's cup of tea by far, just as we're not in real life.
0: We have some friends that have even told us, hey, we love listening to you guys because it's just like sitting around chatting, but we don't agree with some of the stuff you say. But that's a, we're okay with that.
1: Isn't that a crazy thought, though? They'll listen to us, but they don't exactly agree with it.
0: That's good, because that means that we're doing our job by making them think. No, we just want to get you thinking. We want to talk about our journey. We want to have a good time. We want you to have a good time.
1: We want to share a random snippet of our life for an hour of your time, and we hope when it's all said and done, we entertain you. And like she said, maybe make you think a little bit. Before we really start kicking this off, we're in December. You know what that means? You're scratching your head. I can hear it.
0: Santa Claus is gonna um, come and <laughs> I was gonna go I, I was gonna do something dirty with the stockings, but I just couldn't do
1: <laughs> Santa's gonna come down your chimney is what it is.
0: <laughs> He's gonna come down my chimney and fill my stockings.
1: <laughs> Fuck, we just went off track here. <laughs>
0: Fuck <laughs> Back on track.
1: Be serious for a minute. It's December, so what that means is we are now Seven months away from summer, so it's time to start working on my summer body. Pool party will be here in seven months.
0: And it's time for me to eat a little more to get some of my curves going. I've kind of leaned down a little bit, trying to diet through these holidays.
1: Are you bulking up for the winter? (laughs) Are you expecting a hard frost?
0: (laughs) I've leaned down.
1: You have. You look good regardless what shape you are.
0: I like myself a little bit curvier. More pushing with the cushion.
1: More cushion for the pushing. Christ. How much have you had to drink? We try to do this in a sober way, but I don't think you're there. Well, with talks of 65 degree weather here in Texas, that's got me craving summer already. It'll be here before we know it, though.
0: Oh, yeah. And it'll be like 165. hundred and sixty-five. We'll be like, oh, shit.
1: That's what I like, though. I can take off enough clothes. I can't ever put on enough to get warm.
0: And with me, you're always walking around naked anyways.
1: <laughs> it looks like a little nudist commune around here now that we have no kids. I love it. Neighbors may not.
0: Eh, who cares?
1: Fuck them. We don't like them anyway. <laughs> Well, it feels like a long time since we recorded last. I think our last adventure was talking about our Podbash trip. Yep. What's funny is even since Podbash, I believe we've been out, you and I together, or me separate, have been out on about four different dates with people we met from Podbash.
0: What's funny is at Podbash, we met a couple from Odessa, and then I actually reached out to them and said, Hey, Lee's going to be in your area. Do you guys want to go out on a date with him? And I was like, dinner only and drinks.
1: You cock-blocked me before it even happened. I did. Well, that's not how we roll anyway. No. What's cool, though, is we went to Twin Peaks and just had a nice little date and got to know each other and some drinks. Let's see what else we've done. We went on a date with the group from the dungeon that beat your ass to a pulp.
0: Yep. It was still nice and warm.
1: Well, Actually, we flew back Monday and they met us Tuesday or Wednesday, right? Yep. And, of course, we took them to our... Hang out the Lodge. They'd heard us talk so much about it. Now, they had a friend with them that was part of their business group, and I believe she was lesbian but was cool to all of our activities, so taking her to a strip club wasn't that big of an issue.
0: No, she actually loved it. All, all three of them loved it.
1: What's crazy is everybody hears us talk about the Lodge and the food. I'm sure their thoughts were the same of ours. Oh, a strip club for dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, g- got different thoughts on it. But everybody after they eat there is like, this is some of the best freaking food I've ever had.
0: I laugh because I tell people all the time, I know there's girls dancing, but I'm so invested in this food, I forget about the girls dancing. That's how good this food is. They all said it too. They're like, oh yeah, there's a girl up on stage dancing.
1: Now, as I mentioned, Sir Vulcan and Miss Phoenix, that be proper dress? Lady. Lady Phoenix, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. They were the ones that whipped you and Miss KB in the dungeon. Now, we've actually had some people that we know that have reached out to us since the show And have said, are you guys kinksters now or BDSM? We're just like, hey, we're pretty open. We like to try it all.
0: Well, and there is a difference in some of the lifestyle uh, kink stuff and then having full-blown BDSM. We dabble, I guess I would say dabble into both of them. Kind of all the different.
1: We skirt on all of it in some way or form.
0: I think we'll have to do a podcast on this.
1: That might be a good topic. That'll answer some more questions. Yes. Write that one down for the future. Well, I got to go out with my good friends in Amarillo when I was out there for work two weeks ago. Aaron and Christy. Aaron with a Y and Christy with a C. I believe that was right. <laughs> Those know. assholes. <laughs> like you can tell the difference between the vernacular of them. <laughs> we went out to a little biker bar, had some dinner and got to catch up with them. They were the ones, as you remember, won the shock contest.
0: Yeah, and she was in the motor bunny contest also.
1: But After talking with them, I think they're going to join us this summer at the pool party. So this will be their first time at that event.
0: I think we're corrupting them.
1: We've got a little entourage of people that, (laughs) once it's all said and done, will probably regret meeting us.
0: (laughs) They're going to be like, oh my God.
1: Let's tell you about these couple we met once before. (laughs) They'll be telling that to their grandkids.
0: No, but they're fun. They're really coming out of their shell. Let me put it that way. Well,
1: I think a lot of newbies are. That's why I say looking at the schedule, there's a lot more going on. I'm thinking with vaccinations and... Mm -hmm. COVID not nearly on a decline, but at least a stability mark that people are getting back out and experiencing the world again. Yeah. We are seeing a flood of new people at the clubs and Facebook pages and groups and meet and greets.
0: Now, I do have to talk about one of the dates we went on. Uh, Let's say it's Tulsa couple.
1: Yep. Tulsa couple's fine.
0: We met them at Podbash. They were kind of rolling into Dallas, like literally like called us, hey, we'll be there in four hours. Do you guys want to do dinner? Happened to be free that night. So, of course, we're going to go because we're going to go to the lodge. So, it was just kind of one of those that fell into place. Now, with that said, the night took a weird turn. And not what you're thinking. We're sitting there eating at the lodge. And in comes SWAT.
1: SWAT and the Alcohol Tobacco Bureau, or whatever they want to call themselves. Right gear and all that stuff. that They rolled about 25 deep. There was law enforcement all over the place real quick.
0: And I'm like, what in the world? Like, is there some bust going on? But what's crazy is that none of the patrons thought anything about it. No one got up from the tables. Girls kept dancing. Uh, our waitress was just kind of like, oh my gosh, what's going on? You know, because they were shining lights in the bottles. They were measuring like It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. They went in every corner, every room.
1: We heard someone say they had a warrant to execute, but also think they were using that as an opportunity to check liquor and stuff like that. I think it was probably a multi-faceted raid.
0: I kind of felt like it was a training.
1: Can you imagine that? Hey, we're going down the strip club. Everybody's like, I'm a fucking newbie. I need some retraining. Can I go? (laughs) Because it only looked like out of about 25 of them that three of them were working.
0: Yeah, they all just stood around <laughs> watching their three. Yeah.
1: So we were up on one of the little balcony uprise areas and had a group of them come sit back behind us. And me and one guy had to turn our chairs so we could kind of see what was going on behind us because made us a little uncomfortable.
0: Well, and it was so funny because whenever all the cops and stuff were coming down the street with all the lights, our friends were coming in and they were like, where are you taking us? Yeah. Like, hey, this is the to-
1: best place ever. And they're following a SWAT <laughs> team parade in.
0: They were like, are you sure?
1: We could take them to a lot worse than that. Oh, yeah. But again, we still want to keep friends.
0: <laughs> so that was kind of an interesting, fun night. Then they all the SWAT just disappeared out of the blue.
1: For as upscale of a place as the lodge is, we have a lot of weird shit happen there. <laughs> it's never just a smooth <laughs> evening. Let's see what else we had. We had Halloween or weekend. Yep. We went up to the club OKC and did their Halloween party. Did we have that one planned or was that a moment's notice kind of deal?
0: That was a moment's notice, I think.
1: I think we bought our costumes that we wore at Pod Bash, and We're like, hey, we still need to do a Halloween our, bit. Yeah,
0: we did our devil ones.
1: It was packed that night.
0: I danced like crazy fool.
1: Well, as we've mentioned before, we have a non-girlfriend girlfriend we've been rolling with. So we showed up at Oklahoma City without our non-girlfriend girlfriend. And I think it caught everybody in Oklahoma City off guard.
0: Everyone was, where is she? Oh, she'll come because you guys are here. We're like, no, she... We don't own her. She does what she wants.
1: Now, this is weird because we don't kiss and tell. And I, I'm sure the people from Oklahoma City that listen to this can tell who we're talking about. But yeah. everybody seemed to know that we were a thing lately.
0: Everywhere we turned around. We'll tell her we're mad because she didn't come over here and see us and blah, blah, blah. Why is she not with you guys? And we were like.
1: I'm not her daddy. Well, <laughs> can I be?
0: <laughs> we were like, she's off having fun, you know. That's the one thing that I like about her is that. You know, like her and I talk about her going on other dates or with other people. We talk about us. I mean, we actually all can do different things.
1: And still reconvene and do our thing.
0: Yes. Ooh, since we like to dress up, let's talk about a birthday party that we got to dress up and go to.
1: Yeah, this was a neat invitation. Actually, our non-girlfriend girlfriend, girlfriend, her Dallas friends, got us an invite (laughs) to a birthday party that was held at a pretty swanky little loft by downtown.
0: The theme was kink formal. Would you say that?
1: Yeah, that's fair. I'm not saying it necessarily had a theme, but they had some BDSM exhibits, some tying, some whipping, R- elect- electric stuff.
0: There's playrooms upstairs, and all the men had to wear jackets or a tuxedo.
1: Oh, yeah, it was very upscale. They said in the invite that if you're not in a suit or tuxedo, you will not be allowed admission. And there was a ton of people that were on the wanting list, and they had to cut it short to about 150 people there at the end of the cycle, just To the limited space available. And when we met the host, you could tell he was a little bummed that he had to cut friends off, but he said, hey, I can only squeeze so many people in this loft here and be comfortable. So he said, I know I cut off a lot of people that probably wanted to come, but he said, it's first come, first serve. You have to commit to it.
0: I'm gonna take a second real quick. Those kind of parties, they really suck for the host, but I feel like the people that say they're coming and then don't come, and then the people that want to come can't come because their spots filled. You need to make sure that if you're not coming or you can't come, reach out and tell the host so they can tell the next person.
1: You make a good point there. When we got on the list and we committed that we we're going, we RSVP would through Facebook and we, I messaged the guy and said, Hey, we're new. Thanks for inviting us. We will hundred percent be there. Now we had a bunch of friends that had committed to go and then we didn't see any of them. So like I say, they took up valuable spots of people that probably might've jumped in last minute but we're excluded from the list, do not commit fast enough.
0: Well, and that's one thing that, especially on Facebook, we put maybe to market that we, you know, we want to go, we're interested. But if we're going to say we're going, that means we're going. We're not backing out. We're not going to see if something else better is coming on. If we say going, we're going. So our maybe is we want to go, but we don't know if it's going to work or not.
1: That used to be a lot of people's complaints on C4P. There would be a local party posted and everybody would say going, you know, there'd be a hundred people signed up to go and then only 25 show up. Yeah. So, you know, there were were parties that we went to where we went specifically to meet someone we'd seen on the list and then they didn't show up. But then you look and they're committed to six different parties. It's like, come on people, there's a good chance if you're going to one of them, you know which one it is. Yeah. So our little food for thought right there, our little tip. Like you mentioned, it was a very upscale event. Couple of notable things that I liked about it: they had a photographer and a red carpet when you came up. So the two or three days later, they posted some great pictures of everybody in their sexy outfits. Yeah. Now I'd say our pictures are almost worth framing, and yeah. I think everybody else's were too. The photographer did a great job. Another thing that added a level of class to it is they had a bar. Granted, it was BYOB, but again, you checked in your liquor, and they made your drinks and handed them back to you. You know, it's a little bit extra tip for the people working, but it keeps bottles from being all over the floor and gives a little upscale to it.
0: DJ was awesome.
1: It was spot on for everything. Everything. I'm hoping they throw more because we haven't been to a lot of dress up, nice upscale things that we've really been wowed by.
0: I will say one of the fun things, well, two fun things was for his birthday, he wanted everyone, he goes, you can come in a bow or a dress. So towards the end of the night, I don't know who came up, but there was about 50 little bow laundry outfits.
1: I'm assuming his wife set it up.
0: And all these girls went upstairs. They all took a long time to figure out how to put those stupid bows on. But then the DJ played a song, and they all came down the stairs. And, of course, he got a birthday kiss from each one of them, because, of course, why would you not? Whoop, whoop. But... So that was fun, and then he took a picture with all the girls and stuff, and then they had a taco truck.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. Did you get a taco?
0: No, but I sure did smell one. (laughs) I was over there.
1: And you wonder why we're not invited back to nice events. Drooling. You act like you haven't been to a nice event before. (laughs) Quit being all central Oklahoma on us. Well, I didn't get to kiss 50 girls, but... I had a pretty fabulous weekend for my birthday. Yes. I'm, I'm not milking the birthday month anymore. I'm past it. I'm just older now. There's nothing fabulous about it.
0: Here's the thing on your birthday. I always have these great ideas like the bow stuff, you know, but then when I put stuff together, it falls through every year.
1: So what do I need to do about that?
0: Well, this year our non-girlfriend girlfriend organized this.
1: And shit worked out good. <laughs>
0: Let's see, We what all did we do on your birthday weekend? Because it was a long weekend, we did quite a bit. So, Friday night of your birthday, we actually went and ate hibachi.
1: I got some sushi and some whiskey. Yes. Can't ask for more than that.
0: With uh, four lovely females as a date. I had
1: a little entourage of women with me that night. I look like a pimp daddy motherfucker.
0: You did. Pimping ain't easy. <laughs> or cheap. <laughs> yeah. We went to a vanilla bar and oh. hung out for a little bit. What did you think about hanging out at the vanilla bar?
1: <laughs> it totally reminded me of being single and how much I hated it. It was just it's a different crowd.
0: It's so weird to be in a vanilla bar. <sighs> vanilla singles bar. Let me put it that yeah. way. Just watching the game was like, dude. I don't think you got a chance. Really? It was it was rough to watch all of it. So we left there after we had had enough.
1: Went back to the room for some action.
0: Boom, chicka bow wow.
1: Now, do you remember what I asked for for my birthday, ma'am? Anal sex? hmm And I'm still waiting. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. I'm not forgetful, though. I thought you forgot. Yeah, fuck that.
0: <laughs> but you had a good time. You have to admit.
1: So I asked for anal sex, but what I got was a sandwich. You and Miss KB made me a sandwich, and then me and Miss KB made you a sandwich, and then me and you <laughs> made Miss KB a sandwich. It was like a fucking subway shop there in our room, which I guess that's it still pretty was good.
0: Delicious.
1: Oh, <laughs> do tell.
0: It was very, very good. I think her and I even played while you went to the shower and cleaned up.
1: Yep, you're getting ahead. The second night we went to the club and oh,
0: that's the second night. Yeah,
1: the first, we stayed at the club's hotel first night, and came back from the vanilla bar and did our thing, and then the next day we, you and I were around town and met up with her for some day drinking and started pre-partying earlier.
0: And we had a, another date that afternoon.
1: Tell them who it was.
0: Big Dick John and Angie.
1: From our summer party interviews. Yes. They were in town and we let them know where they're at. And they met us out there.
0: And of course we had my little puppy dog in the backpack.
1: Like a fucking freak. I like it. So that night was clubbing. Now, one thing about my birthday, I'm a low key guy. And I think when everybody says it's their birthday. They try to go over the top, which I just want to have fun. But you know, everybody's trying to feed me shots and everybody's like, Oh, you need to get wild. You need to get lit. I'm just like, I'm, I'm gonna be the same today as I am the other 364 days a year. So there's not going to be any streaking or jumping off the building or anything stupid. I don't, I don't feel the need to do that, but it seems like everybody wants to push you. Hey, you need to, you need to get fucked up. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need
0: to go sit out there and do a lap dance. And you're like, no.
1: Yeah. Well, my last time I did that, nobody got out there. So Miss Angie said, we'll give you a lap dance here in a bit. And she's like, here, sit down for a lap dance. And then you girls were all fighting who had to do it. I'm like, fuck, if you hookers have to argue over, give me a lap dance, I'm out. And she's like, no, no, that's not what we meant. I'm like, yeah, it is. I was like, I'm sitting there like a fucking doofus. So I'm out. Thanks, my babe. Deal. Okay, I bet now, you I could get the neighbor girl to give me a lap dance before you would.
0: Here is my deal. Keep going. I give you lap dances all the time.
1: What's your version of all the time?
0: I gave you one sa- uh, Saturday night.
1: Okay. Benefit of the doubt, I'll let it slide.
0: I'm just saying. So it shouldn't be up to me to give you a lap dance. It should be up to the other girls to give you a lap dance.
1: You should set the stage and facilitate the process. We finished out the night there and called it a night pretty early because I think the three of us were wanting to go at it again. And we did. I have to say, I'm going to spill the beans. I don't usually come with other girls. You and I were talking one time and you're like, when was the last one you actually squirted on? And I told you, and you said, that was like 10 or 11 years ago. So (laughs) I, for some reason, I'm hard to make come. And I think she's been thinking I'm a freak that I don't. She even mentioned that over the pod bash weekend. She's like, we've gone at it a bunch of times and you still haven't come. So I was, I was on a mission that night and y'all got me off, which is usually pretty tough if I'm not aiming to do it. Yeah. But you two were working me pretty hard at one point. I think y'all were both giving me a double blow job and I have a little sensitive spot, what kind of under my ear on my neck. That's Mm -hmm. usually a hot spot for me. So both y'all were taking turns jerking me while both of y'all were kind of kissing there and sucking on my ear and talking dirty to me. And I finally popped off. Yeah. Was it a good one or was it a underwhelming?
0: It was a good one.
1: Okay. that's That was my other fear. <laughs> I, I, I'm more worried about the size of my lobe than rather or not I can get it up. Isn't that weird? I don't want to be like a squirt. Okay. That was done. Like that's a fucking amateur job there.
0: So then, in your wife's fashion, I made you hurry and go clean so yeah. you didn't get come on my blanket. Yeah. So while you, so were I was in, I was the, shower. in the well. Yeah, here's
1: the deal: I was in the shower with the steel rock hard. I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. I'm gonna go back out there. I come out of the shower all nice and clean and giving you two girls some space. And I don't know what the fuck I thought y'all would be doing, but y'all, we two, were doing it. Y'all two going at it hundred miles per hour wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> you guys, you girls were. I think. Tearing.
0: I think you thought that we would have stopped and just waited for you to come back.
1: After that, I don't think y'all gave a fuck if I was coming back. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll take my time. I'm not going to, I'll at least want them to think i use soap in the shower. <laughs> and I come out and like, oh, fuck, I wasn't expecting this. You girls were wrapped up. We were. That was really hot, I have to say. You with your limited bisexuality or whatever you want to call it, um, that didn't look limited. Well. You get into it.
0: Like I said, sometimes it just depends on my mood.
1: Well, me thinking I was getting a second round, I think I waited too long. I think I let it bounce down. I think it bounced back up, but it wasn't bouncing back up that quick. So you made the comment I didn't even get to fuck her that night.
0: Nope. I said, you owe her one. But it happens, and that's one thing. I mean, there's nothing to be like, oh, my God, it, it didn't get, you know.
1: Well, well, I knew when I shot a load, I was like, okay, I'm either going to stay hard or it's going to be done. And But we've had so much with her that I was like, I'm allowed to come occasionally. Yeah. And even if it didn't come back, but.
0: Well, and it's not like it was like we went in and like 10 minutes later you come. Like this is like, it's been a while.
1: Was that the night that we finished her off manually and orally with the vibrator and she squirted and shot herself off the bed? Was yeah. that that night? <laughs>
0: yeah. And the floor was wet. Yeah. See, that's why I'm always like, get off my blanket. You guys so, all make fun of me.
1: That's why we usually ask for two rooms or two beds <laughs> rather.
0: Anyways, that was a hot night. Literally.
1: Let me segue into a quick topic here. During my birthday party, we met a couple that was new to the lifestyle. It was literally their first event there at the club, which stepping out to a club for your first event is pretty bold, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah. They were a very attractive couple. They seemed to be well put together, well adjusted. But one thing you and I noticed right off the bat is they were playing a lot for their first time in. Yes. They were having random hookups, which, hey, that's fine. If that's the way you're going to roll and it works for you. They jumped in. Perfect.
0: Jumped in feet first.
1: But what really caught our attention is there at the end of the evening, while we were standing outside and they were leaving as well, you asked her how their introduction was to the lifestyle. And she said, it's been fun, but we've already hit some speed bumps. And you asked her what the speed bump was. And she said, my husband is literally serving me to every guy in a silver platter. And she said, I don't want to play with every guy here. And she said, I have standards and some of these guys aren't up to my standard.
0: Which is a big red flag for the lifestyle. I'm curious how long they'll actually stay in it because their communication was bad. That brought us to the next day. We always talk about how the night before the weekend went and we got to talking. And so I think that let's kind of go off our topic tonight. Let's, let's talk about what what we talked about on the way home that made us want to talk and discuss about taking care of your spouse through your lifestyle journey. Let's talk about that because that's very important. And I don't feel like that night the husband was taking care of his spouse. He was taking care of his needs and not both their needs.
1: That's a good point. One thing we always sometimes even have to remind each other is this is not one person's. It's not my adventure. It's our adventure. So if you're not looking at it as a two-way street and making sure both sides of the relationship are satisfied, this is going to be a short journey. Let's start with one that you like to bring up to every newbie that you speak to, and that's communication. I think this is where it all has to start.
0: I think people get tired of me talking about communication, but I'm telling you, communication is key. We would not, I guarantee you, you and I would not be together if we did not communicate the way we do.
1: Well, I'd say neither of our first marriages survived because we weren't good. You know, we had, there were problems on the backside both ways, but mine would have been a lot better off if I'd communicated and she had. What about yours?
0: I think we communicated wrong too much.
1: <laughs> and that's a good point. There is a right and wrong way to yes. to even communication as simple as that would seem. <laughs>
0: talking about taking care of your spouse through the lifestyle journey, I think communication is key even if you're new, if you're established in the lifestyle, or if you've been around a while because you need to communicate constantly what's going on, how you're feeling, all your thoughts all the time, not just in the very beginning of the lifestyle and then don't talk the rest of the time.
1: That's a good point. We brought up before that you know usually jumping into a club is the first step but even before you step through those doors you need to have some expectations laid out you know are we going into play tonight are we people watching you know is this recon or are we in action yeah the other thing is after you've been in it a while you need to make some adjustments and have some more conversations and like I say even you and i throughout the years we, we still communicate wants needs and desires and where we're at with all of this we we sometimes have a quarterly or yearly review. Okay. Here's what was our year in swinging. You know, where are we at? What do we feel?
0: Well, and also I think that we need, we do, what do we want out of this? Are we here just to have sex? Are we here just to have fun and go to lifestyle parties? Are we here just for the friendships? And I think that sometimes we say those three things quite a bit and we ask each other, why are we here? Why are we going to if we're not going to play there. You know what I mean? Like, we talk about it all the time.
1: I think it's helped our journey when we narrow down what we're doing. We're going to the club. We're just there to party, drink, meet some new friends, hopefully find some new potentials to date and sleep with.
0: Well, and we know going into it that we're not going to play at the club. So that helps that for me, I can sit back, drink, laugh, have fun, dance, and not be thinking, Oh, we've got to meet some couple, and we've got to go back to the playroom, and we've got to have sex, and then we've got to da, da 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 da. So, we've communicated how we we are.
1: And I would say playing at the clubs never off the table, but it's not going in as the main focus.
0: Yeah, I mean we do take our play bag,
1: and yeah. we are prepared we, we come just prepared. In case. But if most of the time if it is a play session, we're doing our dinner and hotel and chill. That's yeah. kind of our mo.
0: The next thing I want to say, let's say our number two is I think uh, discuss hard feelings, your thoughts, and your emotions with your partner through your journey. What I mean by that is you've got to talk about stuff. You've got to talk about the good and the bad, and I would say this is probably more the bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, looking at the girl from the story we mentioned, she should have pulled a sidebar with her husband and said, Hey, look, we need to step back. We need to have a quick conversation. This isn't going the direction I want. Don't be just handing me off to any guy that you want. Why are you doing that? You know they needed to identify why this was going sideways.
0: The bad thing is, is that it could turn south where she doesn't want to be in the lifestyle. Uh, it could put her in a situation she's not uncomf- you know, that she's uncomfortable with. That could get really bad.
1: I'm gonna say, unless this girl was very submissive, the husband's gonna have a lot of apologizing and selling through the situation to go back to a club with her.
0: Yeah. You know what? On this topic, the hard feelings, I think that one thing you need to discuss with your partner is your jealousy. And I know that it's hard. We talk about our jealousy and I would say at different times, it's reared its ugly head with both of us at different times, but we've talked through them.
1: It's a human emotion.
0: Yes. We say all the time, it's good to have.
1: I think if I get the point where I'm not a little bit, a little tinge of jealous over something, then it's not who I am anymore. But by the same token, we've never had a jealous situation where it's hindered our activities.
0: For me, I think it's because we talk about, we talk through it all the time. One thing, um, let me tell you a story that actually happened to me this summer is I was talking to a guy that had newly separated from his wife and we were just chatting. We've known him for a long time and he was like, you know, I never really got a chance to talk to you because my ex-wife was so jealous of me talking to females because she thought that we would secretly be sneaking off to go have this sex and all this and that. So he wasn't even allowed to talk to me, you know, and I mean like little talk, like he just walked up and was like, Hey, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, you I'm doing this shot. Do you want a shot? You know, just, it was innocent. That's wrong. That jealousy is bad.
1: Another thing we've learned that's taken some growth on both of our sides is to encourage our partner.
0: When I think encourage your partner, I know this is going to be crazy, but let's talk bucket list. Kind of like a wingman kind of situation. Because you know, not everyone's the same. Your bucket list is not going to be the same as my bucket list.
1: But back to the original fact, if we're not discussing our bucket lists, we don't know if they mesh up. And they may totally not. We may have some that we hit on that are the same, but we may have some on the top end and the bottom end that are completely opposite directions of the other's thoughts.
0: Also, don't shame your partner for whatever they're into. Whatever their, I'm just going to say, kink or interest is, don't shame them because you want them to be honest and not hide it.
1: In your journeys and for the sake of your marriage, you will definitely have to be able to accept what the other throws out. I think that's just a fact of life, because something your spouse throws out may or may not be something that you are in agreement with, either morally or personally or whatever.
0: Yep, I agree.
1: The main one we keep seeing is people coming out as bisexual. Now, everybody knows it's fine for a woman to come out with bisexuality. In fact, I think a lot of guys even encourage it. But how many times have we heard the flip side of the scenario where a guy comes out that he wants to try a bisexual experience and there's been a fucking rift in a marriage?
0: Oh, yes, it's bad. And then they're shamed for even having that thought that they feel like there's something wrong with them.
1: It's one thing to say you're open, but it's another thing to actually be open and understanding of someone else's wants and desires. I mean, I can't imagine how hard that would be if I said I'm into X, Y, Z, and you were to browbeat me about it for the rest of my life. One, it's tough for me to come out as it, but then to two, know I was dealing with shame from you.
0: I want to say this. If, I'm just going to say your husband comes out that he's bisexual, I think that just little advice is, is to take a beat, think about it as a as a wife, process it, and then go back and talk to him. Don't respond how you want to respond because sometimes it's not what you really mean. I think that you'll re- you'll say something that might not be good for your relationship.
1: Let's look at it from another angle. Things can be black and white, but gray is also fine. We found that in the lifestyle, just because your ideas do not totally mesh up, that there are workarounds to make things beneficial for both of us if if needed.
0: Well, a perfect example is uh, when we were at Secrets in the dungeon, when I went on to the spank bench. I wanted to try that out. I wanted to try different things. And we found someone we were comfortable enough with to spank the shit out of me. (laughs) And, you know, that wasn't something that, I mean, you'll do it. But it's not something that you get anything out of.
1: Well, kink world would be one scenario where that's pretty flexible. Yeah. You can be in a kink scenario with non sexual circumstances mm-hmm. and still get that need filled. Now, going back to the sex part of it, think about couples wanting to bring a single in. And that, you know, let's say you wanted to bring a single guy in. That's something we haven't done yet. You know, there would have to be some work throughs. I guess if you said you wanted to play by yourself with a single guy, that would bring up some tough questions that we'd have to answer why you want to do it without me.
0: And I, I think that, cause we have talked about that before, like if I ever would want to, and I've always said no, but why would I want to like, and for me, if I did want to, I would say it's because I would want to go back and tell you about it details later and then maybe even role play it out later or something like that. Like I wouldn't want a single male just to have a single male by myself. I feel like for you and I, if I did, it would be to enhance somehow our our sex life where I'm going back and being like, oh, he touched me here. So touch me here. You know, stuff like
1: that. Where I'm getting out there, I would be interested in a MFM from that angle. You know, you with two guys, you know, me in a non-sexual situation with them. Now with girls, that's kind of different. You know, I played with single girl scenarios Mm -hmm. and it was just because she was 100% hetero and you're like, okay, there's nothing for me, but I don't want to hinder you and her. Yeah. But we've also played with the girl that's totally into you there and it's a different dynamic as well. Yeah. So there there are flexible situations if you can have the communication and come to agreements on them. Going back to the guy one, if it was you and a single guy and me not involved, then we could have the discussion. Am I allowed in the room? Can I FaceTime? Can you video? Whatever. So there, there are workarounds. You just have to be creative sometimes.
0: So our next one would be Check in with each other. You know, check in, discuss. Let's say after you play, like, how was your play? We do this.
1: We do that all the time. Every, anytime we leave a date and we're driving home, I'd say, you know, how was your lay? I want to hear how your experience was.
0: And you also ask, would you play with them or hang out with them again?
1: Now, where I'm going with that is we've had some recently that you and him seemed to be having a good time. And me and her were having a good time. So we got back to the car and I said, well, how was your lay? And you said, meh. It was all right. He was worried about this. He was doing that. At face value, it looked like you were having a good time. Now, if you and I did not have that discussion and I was just going by what you, the noises you were making and what I was seeing, I might be rescheduling a date with him every weekend. Eventually, you're going to probably pop up and say, look, I can't do this with this guy. You know, Maybe three or four play dates later, we have to have that discussion then. So I think a follow-up about how the play was. You know, it gives us something to play off of when we get back to the house as well, but it gives honest feedback of, do we want to play with these guys again? Do we even want to see him again? He might've done something that you skirted and kept me from seeing or yeah, tried, kept, try, kept trying to put it in your ass or something. And you don't want anything to do with it where we're probably going to cut ties with them. Yeah. So the follow-up's good.
0: Well, and on the flip side, if we follow up and then I'm like, fuck yeah, that was amazing. I want to hit then that I get, again. Then I get on
1: the phone and see if they're busy tomorrow.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You shouldn't assume that everyone was having a good time or that you liked it. Because let's talk about, we had some potential playmates. And you know where I'm going with this, right? I
1: do. Do you want this or you want me to?
0: You can't. I'll let you.
1: (laughs) So we had a couple that we were working and got to be friends with them, which was cool. But we just never seemed to make the connection. And after a while of being with them, we were kind of getting tired of their company. I was getting tired of their company. Uh And I hit you up and I said I'll, I'll be honest I'm not unattracted to her but I said I'll kind of be taking one for the team here just because I know you're into him because he's kind of the class clown and uh she was a hot Latina and you knew that was kind of a turn on for me and you said I'm really not into him and so once we got to putting things on words on paper we realized that neither of us were really into the others and we were just kind of We were, they weren't, they weren't unattractive. It's just we, we weren't clicking like we thought we were on each other's sides. We were,
0: we were going to take one for the team and we don't ever do that, but we just were assuming uh, that the other person wanted the other spouse so much that we were like, all right, well, this is doable.
1: Yeah. Going back to, I wouldn't say necessarily taking one for the team because they weren't unattractive. It's just we were, you weren't as into him as I thought and I wasn't as into her as you thought. So it just, when we put it on paper, it wasn't a, Fit like we hoped it would be. But if we, if we haven't had that discussion, it, it probably would have come to fruition and probably wouldn't have been a good hookup.
0: Yeah. Well, and another thing about checking in with each other is it's a perfect time to reevaluate your rules, how you're going to play, what you want to do. One thing I know that we do is we will reevaluate certain couples like I don't know if I want to full swap with them right at the moment. Let's kind of play it out a little bit longer, you know. So I mean, we do kind of adjust and we talk and just check in with each other how we're feeling about the people that we're wanting to hook up with or that we're friends with, because there are some people in the lifestyle we're le- legitly just going to be friends.
1: We've been around them enough that we know that the ship is sailed and we're not going to play with them, but yeah. we still love them as friends, and that's where we want to keep it. We friend zoned them. We're not going to lie.
0: Yeah, well, and there's some that we friend zoned, and then after a long time,
1: it we're, happens.
0: We're kind of like, maybe we need to relook at that. But that's because we talk and we communicate about this.
1: Well, you can also brag though. We've never had a bad get the fuck out of this hotel room quick experience, and we we hear about them, and we're like, you should have seen the red. You know, they'll tell us that well, we had this red flag and this red flag, but we were horned up and went through with it, and then this went south. And It's like, well, that's on you. Yeah, red flags should be. It, this shit isn't hard when everything is in the right order.
0: Yeah. Well, even our, our worst experiences are not bad. Like, I can't say that we're like, I, I never fucking want to see them again.
1: Well, I'm going to extend this out a little bit longer, but we had some friends that went back with a deaf couple and some things started going sideways and the two in sign language were cussing each other out. And oh, yeah. the, our couple was like, we're getting the fuck out of here. And then I guess they could mute out enough. I I don't know what the proper word is. Words, Same. words. And he's like, We we need to go. And the couple started getting mad at them that they were leaving, but he said they were having a full on fuck you contest via sign language, and we don't know sign language, and we could pick that up. But they said we should have seen the red flags earlier that at the of the night that they were not clicking together. And then we got in the room and he said it was the quietest fuck you contest we've ever heard, but we were ready to leave. Oh. That makes for a good story though.
0: Yeah. Well, we, I just, oh my gosh.
1: Well, moving on from that, another thing that we do that we've always felt helps us in multiple ways is reconnecting afterwards.
0: And I hate to say it, but reconnecting sex is is awesome. number one. You got to
1: reclaim that shit. (laughs) Or as best as you can.
0: With that, I mean, you need to do reconnecting sex, but like, let's say, let's, our scenario, you work all week. You come in on the weekends. I travel for the week, in other words. Yes. And then you come in on the weekends, and then we're traveling, we're doing lifestyle stuff, we're partying. So in theory, we could only have sex with other people, if you think about it, and never have sex together.
1: Well, these people that talk about they get to fuck five times a week, I'm like, I'm around three days a week, which, you know, I guess we could fuck five times in three days I'm there, but... Yeah, we we have lives to live as well. It'd be awesome if we could fuck every day of the week, but I'm not here every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna play the sensitive guy, but emotionally sometimes we have to reconnect as well—not just with the sex part, but you know, if we're showing attention to other people, sometimes we've got to back up. You know, sometimes I'll back up and be like, "Hey, I want your attention." You know, you've been hanging with this guy and doing this with this guy, and we, you know, I haven't really got to fuck. I like my snuggle time. I'll be honest, I'm a your big teddy bear. I'm, I'm a big teddy bear. <laughs> I I like my couch time with you snuggled up watching TV.
0: Well, and I think that it's important just as a couple to reconnect just so you can reset, I guess. Reset your connection. You know, like one thing that we like to do is we like to take day trips. We'll get in the car and go somewhere, wherever. We like to do a drink date like we did today.
1: Well, you got where we schedule regular date nights when we're playing heavy, I feel like. Yeah, We'll throw in just a movie night. We'll get away from the lifestyle stuff. And I say, get away from the lifestyle stuff. You know, We put our phones up. We, we're not texting side pieces or couples or chatting dirty or anything like that. We, we go out and focus on each other. I'm also at times impressed when I hear other podcasters or people say, we take this month off, two months off, whatever, and deprogram from the lifestyle. We think that's good too. We try to do that at times. Sometimes it doesn't always work and it backfires, but there'll be times where we're like, okay, the month of December – you know, New Year's is another one. We don't usually do lifestyle stuff.
0: We don't. It's I, crazy. I, I, I think
1: we will this year because we got people coming in. But typically we're like, okay, this is our time. You've always said, why do you feel the need to spend your birthday or a big event with somebody other than me? It, that's that's usually a big lifestyle uh, swinger prime time. But I agree with you on that. Let's, let's spend New Year's together. We have the whole 364 other days a year to fuck other people.
0: Yep. And one thing that we do is that sometimes we will take a shower together and just kind of regroup you know we're not sometimes we'll have sex obviously but sometimes we just lather each other up and just talk and just kind of stand there naked together you know so take a bath with your partner and chill out have a glass of wine or do a hot tub just you two don't talk about the lifestyle talk about each other
1: if your spouse or your marriage is important to you remember why you are in this and focus on it Let's throw another one out here. Sometimes you have to make adjustments for what's going on in your life as well as others. We've mentioned bucket lists before of things you'd like to try. But one thing that we kind of double back on and basically verbally say it or put it down on paper is our bucket list of who we want to play with.
0: It's important to talk about who you want to play with, what you want to put, how you want to play with them, and evaluate who's in your life at the time.
1: Well, If you're doing this organically, I'd say at the club. Yeah. We've identified long ago clubs aren't where we go to play. We're there to party and drink and mingle and hopefully set up new dates. But after that, our next step is we kind of outline. We have our top five. We have that conversation once a month, every other month, whatever. Who's on your top five that you'd like to pursue now?
0: Well, with that said, I, I guess at the clubs, we do take a minute at some point during the night and we'll say, who who have you talked to? Who do we want to go talk to? Are you interested in anyone here tonight? So we do a we do that a little bit. Yeah,
1: club play is never off the table, but it's not our main focus unless there's something we feel we need to hit.
0: Yeah, I would say at a big, big event like yeah, not in New Orleans yeah. something like that. We're just like, all right, this is the couple. Let's go grab them.
1: Yeah, I'm just talking with our within our yeah. normal wheelhouse. But we'll we'll lay out in normal week, you know, normal month. I'll say we're not pursuing that many people in a week. Let <laughs> just let just God. lay a normal month. We, we'll we'll have a talk. Say so who who's your top five. And we'll rattle off a couple and we say, well, this couple has been pursuing us pretty hard and putting good effort, staying in touch. So let's set up a real date with them.
0: Well, and we also adjust that sometimes we'll we'll start pursuing a couple, but timing's just wrong. It just it keeps falling through or something has happened. Uh, one of my big pet peeves is when people get too drunk. So let's say we're... We have a couple that we are interested in, and they just keep on, and he's drunk every time. Uh, There's been times where we've had had a a hard conversation where I'm just like, we're going to have to adjust this. Until he can quit getting so drunk, I can't play with him. I'm just not enjoying going out with him at this point.
1: Well, I'm going to throw one out. We had a couple that popped back up in our circle due to this birthday party, and she kind of started flirting with me again. And she said, the only time Lee wants me is when I'm convenient to him. And I'm like... I, I let her slip and say that and didn't say a word, but we might've told the story before we had a scheduled sleepover with them yep. and they ran off with another couple. And to me, that was a fuck you where I'm, you know, I, I know my worth. I'm, I'm not going to chase you after that. I'll pursue you, but I'm not going to chase you. So after she pulled that, but then she said, I'm only, I only wonder when she's convenient to me. I'm like, girl, that ship's done sailed with us. Sorry. Well, and in that I, I,
0: scenario, like, like, hard conversation they could have said hey this couple's in from out of town i mean i would have taken that
1: yeah and a commu- communication yeah but we also brought our stuff to stay the night with them at an out-of-town event so there yeah. we are not only hooking up with them but nowhere to stay so okay. <laughs> shit like that is like you, you've gone on my fuck you list real quick again we're still friends with them but when she said that I, I let her say it but she walked off and you said yeah i know what you're going i know what you're thinking yeah and once again going back to our itemizing if we don't put them on paper it gives us a chance to talk about who we want and also kind of formulate a game plan to possibly play with them.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about one that we've kind of had to add because we've, I guess, identified this the last few years and we have been working through this, not so much lately, but I would say last couple of years, we've had to work through this. Be careful about not showing your spouse enough attention. And Are you an attention whore? Sometimes. Well,
1: <laughs> tell, tell them where you're going with this.
0: I would say, like at the club, we've said that Lee and I do stuff different. Lee will go in and he'll pinpoint someone. He's going to spend all his time focusing on that girl because he wants to play with her. He wants to make her feel special. He's And I'm bouncing around wanting to talk to people, wanting to dance, wanting to do this and that. And so we've had an issue where you, I I mean, you haven't showed me enough attention, I guess, is how I feel.
1: Can I come pet your little head? No, I I agree. And I'm going to throw that challenge out to other guys. Are you aware of how much attention you are or are not showing your wife? Now, I went out with some people one time and the male part of the couple kept going on about all these text messages and how this chick's real hot and this girl and here's a picture of her and she's so hot. And after a while, I'm like, your wife's beautiful. You know, I'm totally interested in your wife, and you're going on about these hundred other ones. You should put your wife up on a pedestal. I do hundred percent feel I do that to you. Yes. Um. You. Yes. You'll. I don't think you'll ever think I'll put another girl ahead of you on that, because I think you're gorgeous. Everybody else thinks you're gorgeous. You know, some guys. I'm like, you're not with chopped liver, so why are you upselling these other girls that I'll that never with. that I'll yeah. never see?
0: There's been times, and one of the issues that we've had is, I will go out and I'll be dancing and I'll be watching you. And this, I, you've gotten better, but you weren't looking at me. You weren't acknowledging me when I was trying to make eye contact dancing. And then I walked over one time and you were holding this other girl's hand. And I was like, what the hell? You should be holding my hand. You know, like, and it was just something that we had to work through. And I think we've talked about it before when it actually happened. But since then, we're very careful about showing each other attention when we're pursuing other people.
1: And that's a hard balance. I can yes. I can say I go from one extreme to the other. So yes. I I'll accept my mistakes and I've learned and grown from them. You know I'll be honest. During one of our big fights one time, you said I want you to pay the same amount of attention to me when I'm telling a story that you do from such and such girl when we go to dinner. And I, I was like fuck I failed as a husband on that because I, I, I couldn't argue I agreed with you. So that's one thing we pay attention to your spouse. You can play the room, but you need to focus on who you're with yeah. as well. Now, I'll be honest, that's something with our new dynamic, with our non-girlfriend girlfriend, that I'm really making sure so that I don't fuck up the whole situation, but I go back to you. you know, you've know, you even said when we've been with her, you said we, we see her twice a month, three times a month, whatever. You said, get what you need from her. I'm going to yeah. do the same. She's going to do the same back to us. So I've, you know, I've always asked you, did I show you enough tension? I wasn't leached up on her the whole time. We had that conversation after we first hooked up with her at the pool party because she and I got to – Kind of got to walk around holding hands, and I said, "Was that an issue?" You said, "No," because I was bouncing the other direction. I knew you're what you're doing was fine, so it's been a learning curve that I've had to work on, but I've been consciously focusing on with our new dynamic with her.
0: Yeah, and and you've done a good job. And this, like I said, this is one that we really had never thought of, but it was an issue that we were having, and we finally just had to address this and figure out this is an issue. And I know it's probably not just us. I don't want to say it's a jealousy deal because it's not jealous. Like I wasn't jealous. I was just like, you need to show me attention. You know, we're going to dinner with four people and you're rubbing her legs. You're talking to her. Well, what about me?
1: (laughs) Now, let me flip this. Do you think we've been out with couples where the husband has showed his wife 100% 100% more attention than you? Yes. There have been dates that we've been on, and I'm like, you need to show my wife a little attention if we're going to make this go forward. Well,
0: I'll say this. We were playing with a couple. You're and going the, there? And the guy was not showing me attention. He was worried about his wife. To she the, would go
1: to have an orgasm, and he'd pull out of you and go rub her head or whatever. And yes. And I'm like, what is this?
0: And that's what I was like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. He'd be mid stroke on you and his wife would be having a squirt with me and he'd jump across the bed. I was like, This is where Go fuck my wife. She needs yeah. some attention. If not, not what we're here for.
0: Yeah.
1: There is a balance between it.
0: Yeah, you just gotta figure it out.
1: I I try to pay attention to you even while the guy's having sex with you. I mean, we'll touch or I'll choke you or whatever. <laughs> choke me. Choke you. Whatever. <laughs> whatever whatever's uh situational at the time.
0: <laughs> it's so
1: stupid. I ha I have. I know. As I remember one, you're like, you're scaring them quit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, these guys are already nervous with us. Don't do that.
0: There you go. Throwing out our kink stuff. Yep. (laughs) All right. Before we scare off all our listeners, let's kind of wrap this up. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I think we've uh, burned up enough time here. So what are your final thoughts on all this? We covered a lot. I think we, we don't try to educate, but I think we threw out some of our ideas and opinions on multiple situations.
0: This is a learning process, the lifestyle full of communication and I think you'll you'll never go wrong putting your partner's needs first.
1: And there's no such thing as a master. I don't think anybody's ever gonna master all this just when we think we feel like we got a grip on it we see new shit or have new things thrown at us.
0: Yeah, you're constantly adjusting but you know you just need to make sure that you're adjusting and you can talk and take care of each other through this. Because it's not just about your partner or not just about you. You guys are in this together, but you're learning differently. You're not going to see it the same way.
1: So before we go, we're heading into the end of the year. So everybody have a Merry Christmas, Happy Happy. Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate.
0: Happy Holidays. Happy
1: Holidays. Safe New Year's. Yes. And we'll see you in the new year.
0: Now everyone, let's go Flamingo. Thank you for listening to the Swinging Flamingo podcast. You can find us on our website at www.swingingflamingos.com. You can also check out our community page on altplayground.net. And we are on all major podcast platforms, as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And if you'd like Miss Flamingo's personal number, you can reach her at No, nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope,
0: I got a new one, but don't give it out. All
1: right, maybe next time.
0: Maybe next time.